Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coffee Break Italian Season 3, Episode 3. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Salve a tutti e io sono Francesca. Come va tutto, Francesca? Ciao, Mark. Tutto bene, grazie. Una bella giornata oggi a Glasgow, quindi sono contenta. Tu come stai? Tutto bene qui anche. Allora, molto contento di essere ancora una volta nello studio per fare ancora un episodio di Coffee Break Italian. And what is our topic today, Francesca? Oggi parliamo di un argomento nuovo, eh, parliamo di un tempo verbale e, e nello specifico parliamo del futuro. We are looking into the future today indeed and getting our crystal balls out to, to find out <laughs> what is going to happen in the future or what will happen specifically in the future. Allora, bando alle ciance... <laughs> sì, bravo Mark, diamo inizio alle danze. So, the future tense, Francesca, tell us a little about the function of the future tense as it's used in Italian. Okay, I think there are some good news because, first of all, uh, unlike English, the future is just one word in Italian. So mm -hmm. we don't need uh, multiple words to form the future tense, but it's just one single uh, verb. And uh, as the verb itself suggests, it is obviously used to talk about uh, future events, uh, future actions. But there are uh, something that I think it's good to know uh, <laughs> from the outset uh, is the fact that uh, uh, we obviously use it in Italian, but not that much uh, mm -hmm. because uh, uh, it is often replaced by, by the simple present. <laughs> Indeed. So, for example, um, uh, tomorrow uh, I will go to the supermarket. You can just say tomorrow I'm going to the supermarket. Sì, esatto. Domani vado al supermercato. The idea of uh, future is already contained in domani, so we don't really need anything else uh, to reinforce that idea. And it's, it's absolutely fine, it's correct, and it's really, really common just to use the simple present uh, instead of the future. And it's not even for something that we can imagine happening kind of immediately in the present. Um, because, for example, if, if I said, I, the fact is this happens in English as well, if we said my friends are, are getting married in July. Sì, 
I miei amici si sposano a luglio. Ok, let's look at these two examples more carefully. Domani vado al supermercato. Tomorrow I'm going to the supermarket. And i miei amici si sposano a luglio. And my friends are getting married in July. Can you think of one particular element of both of these statements that links them? What, what is the, the link in both of these statements? Francesca, can you do you see where I'm going here? Yes, there are some, let's say, uh, triggers which tell us that we are okay to use uh, the, the simple present when talking about uh, future actions. And uh, it's either for actions very close in the very close in time, like mm -hmm. domani vado al supermercato, or uh, events which are happening for sure, which have already been planned, like my friends have already planned their wedding which is taking place in July. Okay, so for these planned events or very soon events we can use a present tense. However, we do need a future when things aren't planned because that's when there's there's a little more unknown involved. Esatto. So in that case, uh, we can actually use the, the Italian future tense. For example, I could say uh, nel 2050 l'Italia avrà meno abitanti. Ah, right. So in 2050, Italy will have fewer inhabitants. The population will be smaller. Avrà. So the future tense of avere. Don't worry about the formation of that yet. We'll come to that in a moment. And it's also interesting we are using the future for, for promises. Ah. Ad esempio, non ti dimenticherò mai. I will never forget you. <laughs> Lovely. Sì, oh, ci ameremo per sempre. We'll love each other forever. Oh my goodness, we're getting very deep here. Okay, I think before we get too deep, perhaps what we should do is look at how to form the future tense because it's it's actually really straightforward it's one of these lovely tenses that once you get the 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 tricky bit out the road it's really really regular okay the formation of the future is i think rather straightforward in italian we have a set of endings uh, which we stick at the end of the infinitive by dropping the final uh, a mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I suggest that we start uh, uh, from are verbs, from the first conjugation, because there is something very important that we also have to consider with these verbs. That's right. So let's take parlare, um, a, a very well-known verb to speak. And what do we first of all do to the infinitive? We take off the, the A at the end, as you said, but there's something else that we need to do to that infinitive before we add the endings for are verbs. Yes, there is an extra change that happens with are verbs only. And the change is that the a in the ending are becomes e in, uh, when conjugating the verb in the future. So instead of using uh, parlar, we have to use parler. As okay. a stem. <laughs> okay, Let, let's look at the endings and then we can see how all of this works together. Okay, so if we want to say I will speak, parlerò, parlerò. Parlerò, okay, so that's I will speak, future tense. With an accent on O, this is very important, parlerò. Mm -hmm. What about you will speak? Parlerai, parlerai. 
parlerai. So again, we're hearing the parlare of the infinitive becoming parlerai. Parlerai, you will speak. He or she parlerà. Parlerà. So parlerà, same again, but then the a ending this time. And then there's an accent there too. So parlerà, he or she or it will speak. Parlerà. Bravissimo. And moving to the, uh, the plural, we will speak. Parleremo. 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 So again, listening to those sounds. Parleremo. We will speak. Parleremo. You all, you plural, parlerete. Parlerete. Okay, parlerete. You will speak. That's the plural form, the voi form. And then what about they will speak? Parleranno. Parleranno. Okay, our final form then, parleranno. A double N O at the end, parleranno. Just bounce on your ends like always. Sì. So our endings then are O I A, emo, ete, anno. And those are going on to our slightly modified version of the are infinitive. Sì, perfetto, Mark. Let's change our verb. Um, let's take comprare. Okay, comprare. So I will buy. Comprerò. Comprerò. You will buy. Comprerai. Comprerai. He, she or it will buy. Comprerà. Comprerà. We will buy. Compreremo. Compreremo. You all will buy. Comprerete. Comprerete. And they will buy. Compreranno. Compreranno. Okay, so are verbs, straightforward enough. We just need to remember that slight change of the infinitive with the a to an e. So parlare becoming parlero. Parlerai, parlerà, parleremo, parlerete, parleranno. Okay, Francesca, what about ire and ere verbs? Well, it's exactly the same thing and we don't even have to change anything in the stem of the verb. Una so. buona notizia. Sì, buonissima, direi. Ogni tanto ci sono buone notizie nella grammatica italiana, Mark. So let's take a, a, an ere verb. What, what would you suggest? Eh, leggere. Leggere, to read. Okay, so I will read. Leggerò. You will read. Leggerai. He or she or it will read. Leggerà. We will read. Leggeremo. You all will read. Leggerete. And they will read. Leggeranno. Okay. Um, let's do one more. Go through the whole verb, please, Francesca. Let's take scrivere, to write. Okay, okay molto bene. Scriverò, scriverai. Scriverà, scriveremo, scriverete, scriveranno. I have to say that I really like the sound of the future tense. I think it's probably my favourite tense in Italian. Davvero? <laughs> I think there are also lots of songs with futures in them. Um, ti scriverò, I'm sure there's something, a, 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 song, a, a song that comes to mind uh, like that. I can't quite remember it off the top of my head. What about ire verbs? Can you give us an example with ire verbs? 
ok, eh, beh, eh, this is a song, con te partirò. <laughs> certo, <laughs> so, con te partirò, so partire. I'll try this one, so partirò, partirai, partirà, partiremo, partirete, partiranno. Molto bene. So I'm, I'm sure con te partiremo would be a different song from con te partirò. <laughs> sì, è un po' diverso. <laughs> Okay, so it's really straightforward. As I say, once you've got these endings, uh, the o, i, a, emo, ete, anno, that you remember the the, the thing about the are verbs, uh, where the a becomes an e, and that's all you need to know, really, for regular verbs. Uh, not quite. Uh, maybe uh, a couple of things that we have to point out, Mark. And the thing about these is that we've seen them in other tenses also. We've seen these spelling changes that happen simply to keep the sounds working, to keep the sounds of the language working. So um, I am kind of guessing you're thinking about things like mangiare. Esatto, sì. For all verbs uh, ending in uh, eh, are, but preceded by ciare or giare, so si, ai or gi, ai, followed by are, we don't need to keep that letter I in the conjugation of uh, uh, the future. So if we take, for example, mangiare, mm -hmm. We can drop the letter I. We must drop the letter I in the conjugation. So we don't need to say mangieremo, but mangeremo. G and E together, they already form a nice soft sound. So uh, we can say bye-bye to the letter <laughs> I. <laughs> Indeed. It's exactly the same because we've got the G-E and the G-I. They both have the same sound, so we don't need the I anymore. Mangeremo, we will eat. Um, mangerò, mangerai, mangerà, mangeremo, mangerete, mangeranno. Sì, perfetto, Marco, bravissimo. Sometimes, however, we do need to add a letter in order to maintain the sound of a particular uh, verb. Yes, and that's the case of uh, letter H, H, which we need, again, uh, when we form the future of uh, are verbs uh, preceded by the letter C or G, which we know uh, can have two possible sounds, a soft or a harder one, depending on the letter which follows. And again, just to give you a simple example, if we take the verb pagare, mm -hmm. Pagare, so it's an are verb preceded by the letter G, which can be J or G, depending on what comes after. So uh, the idea is to keep that G hard sound going throughout the conjugation in the future. So if we simply change uh, A into E, as we have to do to form the future, we end up with pagero. Which is not what we want. No, we definitely don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little bit funny. So in order to, to make that g sound back into a g sound, as we've seen before, what do we do? We just add h after g. So pa, g, ro, g, h, and then the rest of the verb. So this is really important for spelling and pronunciation purposes as well. Good stuff. So, really straightforward. Now, there are obviously irregular verbs in the, the future, but the great thing about this is that as soon as you know the irregular stem, the future stem, 
then everything falls into place. We don't have time to go through every possible irregular verb here, but what we will do is just run through a, f a short list of them before we move on to the next part of our, of our lesson. Um, Francesca, maybe if I just give you the infinitive, can you give us the, the I form, the EO form in the future? Okay, buona idea, Mark. So the most important thing to say here is that once you recognise them, everything falls into place. And the key thing is that more reading and the more listening you do, the more you'll come to notice and recognise these future tenses. So to begin with, let's look at essere, to be. Sarò. So I will be sarò. And then it goes on, sarai, sarà, saremo, sarete, saranno. Benissimo. What about avere, to have? Avrò. And again, same pattern. I will have avrò, avrai, avrà, and so on. Uh, what about to go? Andrò. So andare, to go, becomes andrò. I will go. Just really dropping the vowel in the middle there. Yes, and this is a pattern that we can see in a number of uh, irregular verbs, uh, as in the uh, in another one, like uh, sapere, for example. Okay, saprò, uh, I will know. Um, I wonder if our listeners can work out what would happen with potere. Potrò. <laughs> Potrò, I will be able to. And uh, dovere, same things happen? Dovrò. So dovrò, I will have to. Um, maybe one more that I can think of in this kind of category. What about to see? Sì, vedere, vedrò. So vedere, to see becomes vedrò, I will see. Vedrò, vedrai, vedrà. Ah, vedrai, vedrai. Uh, there's <laughs> definitely a song there. I will, you, will, you will see, you will see. Wow, Mark. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe another few very common irregulars, Francesca. Okay, uh, bere, to drink. Mm -hmm. That becomes? Berro, with a double R. Oh, that's a nice one, berro. So, I will drink berro, okay? And we've see, we see this double R thing a few times, don't we? Sì, 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 it's quite common. As in uh, uh, the future of volere, uh, to want, the future is vorrò. Vorrò. Now, you may be thinking, hmm, that sounds a little bit like vorrei, because vorrei is a, a word I'm sure we've come across before, I would like, and that links us to another tense or another mood. It's the conditional, but you'll see that the same stem that we're learning for these futures is used in the conditional. This lesson is not about the conditional, so put that out of your mind, but it is, <laughs> it's worth learning these. I think that's the, the main point because we can use them also in the conditional. It's definitely worth uh, uh, the effort. And while we're talking of uh, uh, volere, Mark, mm -hmm. I was thinking if I were to, to say uh, volerai, which is also a future tense, uh -huh. can you guess the future of what verb it is or volerò volerò volerai volerà mm, a good question now we've seen vorrò as the irregular future of volere and volerai you might be thinking mm, it does sound as if it comes from volere however think about what happens with are verbs in the future we change the are ending to er and then add our endings. So, volerò, volerai, volerà. 
is really coming from volare. So we're talking about flying. I will fly, you will fly, he will fly, and so on. Volero, volerai, volerà, voleremo, volerete, voleranno. And I promise I won't sing. No song, no song. Carry on. (laughs) Chissà, forse puoi scriverne una tu, Mark. (laughs) Va bene, ancora un paio forse di verbi irregolari importanti. Venire. Mm And that one is another double R one. It becomes verrò. Sì, perfetto. E l'ultimo, molto importante, fare. Ah, of course. Farò. Farò, perfetto, with that accent at the end, because otherwise it would mean uh, uh, lighthouse, faro. Faro, So it's really important (laughs) to stress the O, farò. Indeed. Okay, so we've talked about the formation of the future tense. We've talked about when it's used. Um, Maybe just one other thing, one other situation when we can use uh, the future tense in Italian. And this this is quite interesting. It's really interesting, Mark, and it's something that uh, we use quite often and it's really important to recognize it. If our listeners don't feel comfortable at first using it, it's okay, but it's important to recognize this function of the future, which is the function of making hypotheses or guessing. Yep. So, for example, if, if I ask you, Francesca, dov'è Chiara? If I'm not sure, if if I'm guessing where Chiara could be or if I'm making an hypothesis, but I'm not 100% sure, then to show that uh, I can use uh, the future. And I could answer, for example, sarà a casa del suo fidanzato. We sometimes do this in English. We we can say, oh, she'll be at our, our, our fiancé's house, our, our boyfriend's house. Sarà, she will be. Um, But in Italian, it's very common to hear this, this future tense used as a guess, uh, when you're guessing where someone is or what someone's doing. Or um, another really common example is when you're trying to approximate someone's age. So if I ask you, for example, quanti anni ha Guido? And you're not sure, but you know he looks really young and he goes to primary school. Uh, What could you say? I could guess that maybe he's about seven, so I could say avrà sette anni. He will have seven years. He will be seven years old. In English, we probably add in by now. Oh, he'll be seven by now or oh, he, he'll be 40 by now or something like that. Yes, and it's something that you can do uh, in different uh, contexts, also with the time. Uh, if I ask you, che ore sono? And you're not sure, you could guess and say, hmm, uh, sarà mezzogiorno. And it means you're not sure, but you are guessing more or less that it could be midday. Good. Okay, after the break, we are going to be listening to a conversation, as you've come to expect with Coffee Break Italian Season 3. And in this conversation, I'm sure you'll be expecting to hear lots of future tenses. But that is in just a moment when we will listen to that conversation. Ascolteremo la conversazione. Perfetto, bravissimo. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. 
That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bentornati, we are learning today about the future tense. Adesso ascolteremo, we'll listen to a conversation, una conversazione. Allora, Francesca, puoi spiegarci un po' la conversazione? Sì, eh, la conversazione è tra due persone, tra un papà e sua figlia, Carlotta. Il, il tema della conversazione dipende un po' dai punti di vista. Può essere una buona notizia dal punto di vista del papà, ma forse una cattiva notizia dal punto di vista della figlia, Carlotta. Ok, I'm doing my best acting performance here as, as Carlotta's father and we're delighted to have Silvia with us. Silvia, many of you will know from our Travel Diary series and she is playing the part of Carlotta. Allora, cominciamo e ascoltiamo. Carlotta, Carlotta, vieni un attimo, per favore. Babbo, non posso ora. Sto guardando la mia serie preferita. Carlotta, ti prego. Ho bisogno di parlarti. E va bene, arrivo. Allora, che c'è? Ho fatto qualcosa di male? No, tesoro mio. Però ti prego, ascoltami bene. Sono tutta orecchi, babbo. Oggi ho ricevuto una promozione al lavoro. Babbo, finalmente! È una notizia fantastica. Dobbiamo festeggiare. Aspetta, calma. C'è un'altra cosa che devo dirti. La mia azienda ha deciso di trasferirmi nella filiale australiana. Così potrò imparare molte cose nuove e anche migliorare il mio inglese. Ah, ma è bellissimo! 
E per quante settimane sarai lì? Staremo? Staremo. Grazie, ma io non posso venire. Devo andare a scuola. Quest'anno la maturità, babbo. Carlottina, dovrò stare a Sydney per almeno tre anni. E tu verrai con me. Cosa? Vedrai, ti piacerà. Sarà un'esperienza fantastica. Ma, babbo, io sono felice qui a Roma e l'anno prossimo inizierò l'università. Beh, andrai all'università a Sydney. Farai un sacco di nuovi amici e imparerai l'inglese a perfezione. Ma dove vivremo? Affitteremo una casetta vicino al mare o, se preferisci, in città. Ma costerà tantissimo. Non preoccuparti, la mia azienda pagherà ogni spesa. È un'occasione che non si ripeterà mai più in tutta la mia vita. Capisco, ma cosa faranno i nostri cani? Ho già parlato con Giulio. Li porterà a casa sua e potranno vivere da lui senza problemi. Ha un giardino enorme, ti ricordi? Sì, in effetti Macchia e Tobia staranno bene da Giulio. Lui li adora e viceversa. Però aspetta, la nonna! Chi lo dirà a nonna Giovanna? Non lo so, ma sono sicuro che capirà e secondo me verrà a trovarci presto. Mm, se lo dici tu. Ah, ho dimenticato di dirti che anche Andrea, il mio collega, si trasferirà a Sydney con sua moglie e sua figlia Enrica. Ah, e quanti anni ha Enrica? Avrà più o meno la tua età. Lo dici solo per convincermi. Ti conosco. Dai, Carlotta, vedrai che ci divertiremo insieme. Ma ora pensiamo alla cena e tardi saranno quasi le dieci. Ok, ordiniamo due pizze. Quando saremo a Sydney non mangeremo più pizze come quelle che fanno in via Caravaggio. Oh, che tragica. Tre anni passeranno in un batter d'occhio e, e poi Andrea mi ha detto che in Australia la pizza non è niente male. Sarà. I think Carlotta and her father have some very interesting times ahead. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> We could build a whole series, uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's maybe a, an idea. Um, for now, let us take a, a closer look at this uh, conversation. We're not going to go through it in detail. We'll not be going through every single word. However, we will get a bit of a summary just now and then go through the full conversation in our bonus lesson. So, Francesca, over to you um, for a bit of a summary. See, uh, the conversation starts with Carlotta watching her favorite series and uh, her dad asking her to, to have a word. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he announces that he got a promotion at work. And at first, Carlotta seems really happy about it. Mm-hmm. She, she sounds quite, quite excited because she, she, she uses a two form. She thinks he's going to, to, to be in Australia for, for a, a couple of weeks, but it's not quite uh, that. It's, it's both of them, isn't it? Yes, and Carlotta's enthusiasm fades away quite quickly when her dad says that uh, uh, he will have to stay in Australia for three years and Carlotta has to go with him. This does not really please Carlotta in the sense that she's quite happy in Rome. Yes, uh, and uh, she also has uh, her, um, her, fi- her final year exams, la maturità, mm-hmm. uh, before then going to, to university. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens next? Yes, her dad is trying to reassure her and uh, he says that she can go to university in Sydney where she would make new friends and also become fluent uh, in English. Mm-hmm. 
And he also adds that they will be living by the sea or in town and rent is not a problem because the company will pay for all their expenses. Yeah, Carlotta is worried about one aspect of their family life. Yes, they're dogs. Uh, but again, uh, her dad says that Giulio, a family friend, uh, has already offered to look after them. Mm-hmm. And what about the, la nonna, Carlotta's grandmother? See, Giovanna, uh, she hasn't been told uh, anything yet, uh, but Carlotta's father uh, is sure that she will understand uh, and uh, she might even go and uh, and visit. That would be great. Um, yeah. They're not going to, to Australia alone, are they? No, because uh, Carlotta's uh, uh, father also says that one of his colleagues uh, with his wife uh, and their daughter Enrica will move to Sydney uh, too. And Enrica is the same age as uh, Carlotta, although Carlotta thinks her dad is making things up a little bit uh, just to convince her. (laughs) Okay, and uh, towards the, the end of the conversation... Yeah, they just decided to order pizza for dinner. Uh, Carlotta thinks that in Sydney, pizza won't be as good uh, as in Rome. But again, her dad uh, tries to reassure her uh, also on this front and says that uh, pizza in Sydney surely is not bad. (laughs) And of course, to all our listeners in in Sydney or in in other parts of the world, we're sure that the pizza there is wonderful. We're we're not making any comments about pizza. I've never had a pizza in Australia, so I can comment. I've had lots of pizzas in Italy, mind you. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we will be going through this in detail and going through all of the content and the the expressions and and there's some really interesting words in here. And of course, focusing on all those future tenses. And we'll do that in our bonus episode. Which, if you've got access to that, you can go on and listen to that now. If not, then you can check that out in the Coffee Break Academy. Just head to coffeebreakitalian.com and look for the the links for season three. Allora, Francesca, è tutto per oggi? No, Mark, ma c'è ancora una cosina. <laughs> okay, so what is this week's cosina? Um, it's an, a proverb that we, we use in Italian uh, when there is a, a change in life and we are not really sure what is going to happen if we decide to, to go for that change. So to abandon something we were used to for, uh, for something new. Okay. So the proverb is chi lascia la strada vecchia per quella nuova sa quel che lascia ma non sa quel che trova. Ah, che bello. Um, <laughs> so chi lascia la strada vecchia, so whoever or anyone who leaves the old road per quella nuova, for the new one, sa quel che lascia, knows what they're leaving, ma non sa quel che trova, but doesn't know what they are finding or what awaits them. I like that. <laughs> Chi lascia la strada vecchia per quella nuova sa quel che lascia, ma non sa quel che trova. And that's what Carlotta needs to remember as she embarks on her new life in Australia. <laughs> sì, but at times it's important to, to do that. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, that is where we're going to leave this episode. Uh, don't forget, you can check out everything you need to know about Coffee Break Italian at coffeebreakitalian.com. For now, grazie mille e arrivederci. A presto, ciao ciao.
You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.